Hey everybody, welcome to the Building Code. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Messed him up by not throwing <laughs> yeah. it to him. <laughs> Got him. No kidding. And I'm Zach Watovich. And we're back. We are back in the studio um, with another... Some say we never leave. Yeah, if you do watch these on YouTube, you may notice that Zach and I are wearing the same clothes as last time. Well, I always try to be consistent and because mm. I kind of have my uniform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I knew Courtney wouldn't wasn't going to be in today, our, our podcast boss, so I... Uh, I didn't wear the official polo I wore. Which is hilarious that we're talking about this because today we're talking about brand. Yeah. And part of the brand is to have consistent experiences. Gosh, great segue, Zach. Yeah. You know, pretty good. Been doing this for a while. We have, Builder Trend has rebranded twice since I've been here. Uh, Is that it? I feel like we've gone, well, I guess there was the third. No, Cloudy to the first BT to the new BT. Yep. Um, and it's something that I had never really thought about. And I think a lot of newer companies don't really think about, about just how big of an impact a brand does have on their company. So to talk about it more, we brought in a couple experts. Zach, who do we got today? Well, yeah, and I, I love learning about this stuff. I find when I talk to experts on this in another life, this is something I wish I would have known about going to a career because I think yeah. it's a really cool 100%. industry. So yeah, we have Lanker. To hear they're a brand and consulting company that really kind of go and kind of look at your brand in the marketplace. And so we have John Lanker, founder and chief vision officer, and Asif Ari, who's partner and their CEO, to talk a little bit about what they do and also just the importance of branding and the power of it. Yeah. So you and I. Specifically in the construction industry. Yeah. They focus on construction vertical. It's very important to them. Um, So. We're going to get them in here to talk about it. Charlie and I are not experts, as we all know. In anything. <laughs> yeah, we're not experts. Well, let's not discredit us out that much. Yeah, You're yeah. fantastic at rocking that sweater. Thank you. Wrapping the brand. All right, let's get them in here. Hey, John and Asif, welcome to The Building Code. It's great to have you here. It's a topic that I'm pumped to talk about, marketing, brand consulting. And your first timers here on The Building Code, so do me a favor and introduce yourself. John, you go first. I'm John Linker. I'm the founder of Linker. We're a growth consulting uh, and marketing services focused firm. And uh, the construction industry is an important vertical for us. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys and, and see where this discussion goes today. Okay. Um, Asafari, I was uh, born and raised in Israel, moved to the U.S. 11 years ago, uh, joined a concrete company as a CFO and a partner. And you know, had a lot of experience firsthand. I actually hired Anchor as our marketing agency that helped us uh, rebrand uh, the business and all the marketing strategies. And later, 2019, I joined or 2020. I uh, John poached me, and I joined Anchor as a CEO and partner. You both mentioned uh, the kind of construction. John, you said it was an important vertical. Um, how was that always the plan or is that did you start the brand uh consulting company and then realize that you could move into this vertical um or how how did that kind of come about well things just kind of flowed out of uh the relationship with asap uh, to be honest um con- concrete was the entry point uh, but it it quickly kind of expanded and you know when you are in a market everybody knows each other and you get a lot of referrals. And so we did, and we ended up just getting a lot of uh, projects in the construction industry. 
And over time, um, you know, Saf and I got to know each other pretty well. And we were both committed to very similar things in terms of um, the integrity and quality of what we're doing. And Lenker has always had this really big focus on, on bringing true ethics to marketing, meaning that we want to educate the market for our clients regarding things that are true about themselves, right? We wanna know the truth about our clients. And in, if some of those things um, are you know, not maybe in the best shape, we wanna work together to improve them so we can go tell a true story that when people learn the truth, they are going to fall in love with you. They're gonna to wanna to work with your, your company and um, your brand reputation kind of grows based on people's realization that that you stand out and one of the ways you stand out is the things that you say about yourself and the things you represent are the things that you actually deliver and Asaf and I both had a, a very similar focus on that and I think it's part of what led to us developing a relationship just outside of the client engagement and and eventually I knew you know hey we we need somebody kind of running the show here that can help us grow and can help us um, bring this message and this way of thinking to an ever-increasing population of clients. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will, I will add to that. We're, you know, Lenker is a little bit different than a traditional marketing company and we, we specialize in growth consulting. So the reason construction is really important vertical for us is the vast experience we bring to it. And, you know, myself, being involved in a you know in a construction company, and taking it from nearly zero to you know fourteen and a half million dollars in uh, nine years, working closely with John as a client, uh, with Lenker as a client, and um, that expertise allows us to really bring a different way of looking when we uh, working with a new uh, new construction company that needs help. We we really know how to look at it three hundred sixty degrees. So is this something that I, I don't want to oversimplify it? So you can tell me that's not possible because you kind of briefly describe what a typical kind of client relationship looks like for you guys, um, for people that maybe aren't familiar with brand um, or consulting um, and want a little bit more of like, okay, well, what do they do? What's the value they provide? Could you kind of walk through kind of, kind of the typical day to day as it were? Well, branding is something that a lot of founders in the construction industry, um, their concept of branding is, well, I've got a logo, I've got a company name, I've got a website, um, you know, we kind of picked our colors and everybody, you know, has the embroidery on their on their shirt. Right. Um, but, you know, really brand is the belief that people have in the marketplace about the value that you're going to bring to them as clients. And when you think about the number of voices that are out there competing with you in any given geographical market in the construction industry, and you think about everybody basically saying the same thing, hey, we're gonna deliver the best value, the best customer service, um, the best quality, you know, it, it already starts to sound like we could also be selling cars, right? And there is no differentiation. So helping our clients understand that first, establishing the the reason that people want to pay attention to you versus everybody else in the crowd takes some real thought it, it takes digging in to what sets you apart 
And you think, well, you know, what is there really? Well, there, there can be a lot of things. I mean, I'll give you an example. There was a client that we had that uh, had an engineering degree, right? And as we're going through the branding and really thinking through that, it really seemed like the fact that you've got an engineer's mindset really can help set you apart in terms of the way we tell your story. Think of all the different ways that that can impact how you approach a job, your ability to understand and communicate effectively, um, you know, systems thinking, you know, all these things that, you know, really nobody else could say. So now you've got uh, somebody competing, you know, our client out in, in the competitive field that is saying something that people can really hold on to and remember, oh, that's the company where that engineer started that company and they think about things differently. So branding is really about trying to dig into the reality of what you have to offer in your background and your experiences and to try to find something special to lead with so that people can understand your value proposition and believe something about you that that makes them want to hire you. Yeah, I think uh, uh, that was perfect. I, it's a shame that we don't have Courtney here, um, who's one of our uh, kind of podcast managers here. Uh, have you guys met Courtney Bertrand before? Is that? I, think I we remember with her. Yeah, I think yeah. we shared with her in a pre-original a pre-recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she has gone through or kind of spearheaded two different um, rebrands from Builder Trend um, over the past kind of five years here, and. I love listening to her talk because she's just so passionate about it. And a lot of the preconceived notation about marketing and brand that you were just hitting on is like, oh, well, we got a logo and we got colors. Like, what more do we need? Um, you know, is the antithesis of her beliefs. And so she gets on the stage and she's talking about, you know, our, our, it stems all the way to, you know, the voice that we use on the website and the voice that we use on the phones and how we interact with each other around the office and the values that we believe in. Um, so yeah, she's gonna love this episode when it comes out because you're 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 preaching her her type of gospel for sure. Um, and speaking of you know brand and your beliefs and stuff, I we were looking at your website before we got on here, and you know the thing that stuck out to me is you have this quote on here that said, "We believe that good ideas are humanity's most powerful resource," uh, which to your point immediately made you guys kind of stick out and differentiated. I was like, wow, that's that's really really cool because so. I was wondering if you can maybe expand and, and elaborate on the meaning behind that quote, because that definitely stuck out to us. Ideas are the currency that we use to influence people in the marketplace. And when we don't think through the ideas that we are expressing about our company and our value proposition when we're competing, when we don't put the time necessary to think through what differentiates us and how to express it in a way that sort of establishes uh, presence in people's minds and and makes us memorable. When we don't do that, people are just going to kind of randomly remember us the way that that they want to. You know, they'll they'll associate meaning with us. So you know, it's it's super important when we think about the power of ideas to think through the ideas that we want to project about what makes us different. Um, what is it that we do that that is going to um, make your project turn out better? What is it we're going to do to to save you time or uh, to improve the quality of the output? Uh, if, if, if there is no story to tell, if there's nothing that, that sets you apart, then people are just going to forget about you. And, you know, being memorable is the most important thing that you can do in marketing. So um, 
we we think ideas are um, at the core of communication. And for us to understand how to make those ideas meaningful and impactful, we need to spend time working through, you know, the different branding exercises and and the the things that bring color and life and vitality to your messages. So that that's why we think ideas are are so important. That makes a ton of sense. And I had a front row seat watching our own director of brand, Courtney, kind of go through this process. And I was kind of enamored with it because it is, you know, you just think, oh, it's just a logo, you know, like it's just the colors, like, what is it? But I've come to understand through my exposure and like, it actually can take you. So it's almost like the fabric of your culture is what it becomes. People start to become prideful in what those mean and how we convey that. And I think, you know, I've seen the best companies achieve a lot more. So your product in a lot of ways, like you guys specialize in growth, but I think, you know, you're, I'm just kind of going to take a guess that you say like that starts with a really powerful brand because of its reach and how far it can push people's perception of what they're going to get from your product, which for, I think construction people, it's like, well, my house should speak for itself, right? Like I'm building this. Um, so when the, when a construction company comes to you, you know, what's that conversation like? Like, do you, obviously they're seeking you out, but do you have to kind of sell them on why they should spend the money on improving their brand? Or are they kind of like, I know I need this because the best builders have this. Yeah, that that's, um, that's an excellent question. It's, uh, you know, majority of the prospects that come to us, they, they think they have an idea of what their problem is. And they think if they're just going to fix that thing, if they're just going to get leads from Google, if they're just going to get a better website, if they just going to you know, redo their logo, all of their problems will be solved. And it's never the case. And the brand, you know, the word that I use is, is the backbone of your business, of the front of the business, how you present yourself to the world, right? You have a lot of, you know, backbones for how you run your business internally, but how it interface with the world, how you, how your audience meet you, where they're at, um, that is your brand. It's your messaging. It's how you hold yourself. It builds your culture. It it creates the pride you were talking about when you know when, when your employees are wearing your logos on their shirt and they're pride about they're proud about it. So that's that's the importance. So it is a little bit of a work to take them from where our prospect you know sitting where I need a new website or I need someone to write my Google account to, you know, let's go backwards. Let's learn your business. You know, let's, let's take three months. You know, we call the focus engagement. Let's get to get, let's get to know each other, learn everything about your business, learn where you're at, what was successful, what was not successful, what worked for you in the past, what works for your uh, competition, who your competition, who's your audience, and then build a smart strategy that will entails all of those things. I mean, they, they may have a great brand and they may not. They may have great strategies, they may, have, they may not. And that, that process that we work with our clients um, get us to essentially wear their shoes with them and partner with them, see exactly where they're at and what's the smartest way to move forward. Yeah, I think- One of the things- Sorry, go ahead, John. Well, just, you know, one of the things I want to um, emphasize is that 
really a brand is what the market believes about you. You know, it's what they believe about you. And, you know, we all start, you know, we go to school, we're little kids, you know, first day kindergarten. And, you know, you're, you're out there in the playground and, and, you know, kids are, you know, forming teams to play baseball or softball or something. Right. And then, you know, all of a sudden there's one kid who's like really can bat or can really run fast and everybody sees it and they go, wow. And immediately that kid's brand, he's the kid who runs really fast. He's the kid who hits the ball really well. Now, what does everybody want? When you pick teams, I want that kid on my team. I want that kid on my team. And, and really that's what, what's happening out in business is right. We become the company known as the company that really follows through, that really shows up in time, that really has their information flowing properly. Why? Because they use a tool like Builder Trend as an example, which is really one of the things that can help differentiate um, uh, a competitor out there in the field is if they're the ones who just really have their act together. Just think about it that simple. You know, the kid who runs fast and I want him on my baseball team, the contractor that shows up on time and does everything right and doesn't provide me with any headaches because they're doing something different. They have their act together. They become the brand that has their act together. They become the brand that just makes my life easy. They become the brand that just does great quality work because they have more time to spend on it because they're not spending their time doing crazy administrative tasks that you would be doing the same way back in the 1990s, right? So what are you gonna become known for? It's gonna be based on your values. It's gonna be based on the quality of your work. It's gonna be based on the customer experience that you provide. Um, but it's also going to be based on on other things that are intangible, right? And, and let me just give you a really good example of how branding, you know, it's really just one component of kind of having your act together as a business. It's, it's one component, but it's a component that benefits from a lot of other areas of your business, right? Uh, so, for example, um, if if you're a contractor and, you know, you could be at any stage of growth, you could be just starting out. You know, maybe you work for another company for 15 years, you decided to start on your own and, you know, you're maybe haven't quite reached your first million and you're working out hard every day, hustling, trying to get the next deal, the next deal, uh, or your company that's maybe done five or six million and you want to double or triple in the next few years, right? We've got clients at every stage of growth and, but it really comes down to in any given moment that if, if you have a, a understanding of your job at your stage of growth, the, the things that you need to focus on as a business based on how mature you are as a company. And if you can put your attention and your energy into increasing the velocity of your success by uh, changing your messaging, right? Because now you're this kind of a company that's doing this volume of business, right? So the way that you need to appeal to the market's going to change a little bit. It's going to be different than the person who's just starting out, you know, chucking a truck who just wants everybody to say they did a good job and get five stars on Google so they can get the next referral, the next referral versus going out and doing like what we're doing for one of our uh, roofing and remodeling clients right now. We just shot a commercial that features zombies and you're like, what the heck? The zombies have to do with roofing and remodeling. Well, you'll have to see the commercial will be out in a couple of weeks. Um, but, but really what it's about is they're at a place in their growth where they're going to want to create an impression in the marketplace that they're going to overtake what has been the market leader for the last 20 or 30 years. 
that they're going to go out and put out a quality of content that's going to stick in people's minds and kind of announce to the world, hey, this is going to be the, you know, the next generation market leader, right? It's going to supplant this other company that's been the market leader for years. So there's strategy around how to create your messaging to accomplish certain things. So it's not just about how can we get more leads. In this case, it's about how can we establish the impression in people's minds that, wow, this new this company here, they really seem like they are the market leader now, right? So at different stages of growth, there's different uh, uh, emphases that we want to have. And, and how we arrive at what we should be doing at any given time is, is you know, research and analysis into the competitive field and really thinking through your strategy because your strategy should help influence how you position yourself and, and how you do your branding, if that makes sense. Yeah, that make, makes perfect sense. I think um, the analogy that you said about the uh, the kids playing kickball or whatever really kind of stuck out to me because you do think about things like that. Like, oh, that's the fast one or that's the one that can kick really far. Um, but you also have the negative, you can have a negative brand, right? It's like, I don't want to pick that guy. That's the slow one, right? Or whatever that may be. And I think as you were talking, I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, I can think of a couple, you know, companies that I can think of, like, oh, they're the ones that are always late or the ones that are always overpriced, right? Um, and I think Asaf, you mentioned this too, is like a lot of times when you come in and you start working with people, they already have kind of an established brand or things that they're doing. Um, so I'm curious from your guys' experience, what are some of the you know, maybe biggest mistakes that companies may make when trying to come up with a brand or not come up with a brand um, that you see when you start working with someone for the first time? I think the biggest mistake people make when they're trying to approach their brand or, or their branding is the, the biggest mistake they make is thinking that it doesn't matter, right? It's just a logo. It's just a name, right? And, you know, the problem is, that especially in the world of, of construction, um, at the end of the value chain, there is an end user. There is someone who lives in a home or who's going to occupy a space. And one of the most important things to them, and this is kind of a universal goal that I think every company should have in, in the construction industry, is that you want to project the idea that you at least have good taste, right? Right. Because, you know, if you're involved in something that you know, a homeowner eventually is going to be occupying and, and you're looking at contractors that really don't seem like they have good taste. Or, you know, you're thinking, what impact is that going to have on my overall vision, right? And it's not just residential. You know, you're working with with architects and interior designers on on major skyscrapers. And it's the same thing. You know, you want people to, to seem not only competent, but see that they quote unquote get it. They understand aesthetics. They understand... Um, you know, experience design, right? And if, and if if you're working on important projects and you're looking for contractors that are going to contribute to that important project, you know how how easy is it going to be for you to pick the the competitor that that really projects a sense of having their act together, that communicates clearly in an efficiency of words, um, that, that that you know demonstrates that they have good taste in the way that they design their own communications, their website, their um, you know, the trucks and their signs and their and their apparel, all these things, you know, it's super critical that we not underestimate the importance of branding and, and making sure that you project a confidence and, and a sense that you have your act together. And there's just 
way too many just just go through a directory of of competitors and just go to their websites there are just so many that 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 apparently they don't think that aesthetics are important at all or that economy of language or, or understanding how to communicate value matters at all and in branding it's not just about that first impression like the billboard going down you know the highway you see the sign oh it made an impression but it's also the follow-up it's the email you got. It's the phone calls. It's it's the it's the delivery of the person showing up at the door and what they have to say. You know, kind of their script. You know, it's it's all of it. Every point of interaction with the marketplace or anybody in the value chain, you're forming an impression, just like the kid on the playground. And and if everybody isn't getting trained in the brand voice and the value proposition of the company and how we differentiate ourselves. If, if, if it's all random, if it's just what's on your website and it's not in the customer service training, you're gonna have all sorts of random things going on that diminish the impression people have of your brand and that make it inconsistent. And that's one of the worst things that you can have in, in the world of marketing and branding is an inconsistent representation of who you are and what your value proposition is. So uh, I think the, the worst mistake is, besides maybe designing your own you know, logo and naming your company and you know your slogan, is just thinking it just doesn't matter um, because it really does matter. And 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 sometimes the stuff when I do talks about the lies we tell ourselves, and and that's one of the lies is that brand doesn't matter. I'll, uh, I'll add to that when uh, for those who, who, who do think it matters, a big mistake is not understanding who their audience are and audiences are and or, or properly segment those audiences. So they think that, you know, I let's say, for example, you know, a concrete shop, I do beautiful concrete work, everyone will hire me. Well, it's different when you do, you know, you have different audiences for just plain driveways. Um, almost every single family home will have a driveway, but pool deck is a is a specific audience. Um, you know, commercial accounts. Um, you know, commercial work that will be different audiences. Uh, whether you do, you know, basement work and foundation, that will be a different audience. And you know, understanding those audiences, separating them to make sure you can communicate effectively to each one of those audiences. And deliver a message that resonates with them when they're looking for you or for your services. And a, a mistake we see is lump summing everything in one place. You get those trucks; it shows, shows everything in the back of the truck. That by by the time you get to line ten, you forgot the first nine, and in, because they feel, oh, we do this and we do this and we do this and we do this, and they just lump everything in one pile, and think that this is effective, but. That's that that's big with construction companies because they want to show everything they do and they want to show it on their shirts and they want to show it on their trucks and they want to show it on their website. And it's important to separate those elements. You know, like I said earlier, meet your audience where they're at. You know, if they're if you're looking after, you know, you know, pool decks, it's a very specific specific um, you know, audience in the case of a construction of a concrete company. Um there are certain household income, there's certain zip codes, and you know their messaging is going to be different. Um, so, so under, really understanding the value of learning who your audiences are and how to communicate with them. And there's a real tech, you know, real practical 
side of what Asaf's saying. I mean, just let's just look at an example in the world of digital marketing, right? When somebody goes online, they're looking for something very specific, right? So are you going to put um, you know, a website up that has everything kind of lumped on one page and say a little bit about everything? Or are you going to craft landing pages that specifically talk about that one thing that they're being that is being searched for? like, you know, decorative concrete for patios or something. And you've got an article about decorative concrete for patios. And you do a really good job of creating an experience around that that really answers the question and draws the audience member in. Now you become the brand that really understands my needs, that really answer those questions I have. And now I'm going to call you, right? Because because I've got confidence in, in what you just showed me. But, but extended even beyond the digital realm and in, in, in thinking in terms of audience orientation, you know, we, we don't just have customers that we're trying to have hire us. We're trying to attract employees in a very tight job market where, you know, why would somebody want to come work for me? Well, I better have a brand impression in the mind of the prospective employee that makes them think, you know what, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'm going to go to that place because I heard about, you know, their reputation for how they treat their employees and this and that. Here's another audience, your banker, right? You're, you're always trying to finance something in the construction industry. And, and what is the brand impression that your bankers have about your company? Oh yeah, this is the company that that is reliable and dependable. They're the ones who showed me the best business plan I've ever seen in it from a contractor before. They're the ones who, yeah, I'm absolutely going to put put trust in those guys. So branding for audiences, audience orientation of, med- of messaging, it, it's all super important. And yet it's something that most contractors, you know, don't do and they don't have the time to do, which is why companies like Linker exist, you know, to help, you know, refine their messages for their various audiences and help sequence that message so that the right piece of the message comes at the right time to kind of move people through your funnel, right? So that they become, you know, not just generally interested, but they become buyers and advocates for you. Yeah, you're, uh, you you probably saw Zach and I both nodding there is like everything that you're describing that contractors have to deal with or construction companies have to deal with. Also the same thing that construction tech companies have to deal with. We're constantly a builder trend internally talking about, you know, we have home builders that buy our software. We have remodelers that buy our software. We have pool builders. We have people that put up fences. We have people that do highways. We have people that do, you know, solar, wind energy, things like that. And so we actually just had a meeting yesterday about, you know, defining our segments of customers and who we're talking to, who we're selling to, even who we're building the product for and making sure we're meeting them where they're at. So um, I could see why Courtney was so excited to have you guys on uh, the podcast today because. You're, you're teaching our listeners a ton of stuff, but also Zach and I are taking notes and we're like, well, we're going to take this back to the to, to exec team and use this ourselves. Um, I also thought it was really interesting. You mentioned specific landing pages, uh, which is a really good segue. You guys will actually have a landing page set up specifically for Builder Trend customers. Is that right? That's right. Sweet. People sweet. can go to, they can go to linker.com slash Builder Trend and get some follow-up information uh, from this show and also um, from you know the, the kinds of things that we can do that will help uh, grow your business as a contractor. Yeah, um, so I think we're getting close to time here, but before you guys go, what would be, I, I actually think that a lot of our listeners will be interested um, in kind of redoing their brand and, and or at least thinking more about it 
than they have in the past. What would be kind of good next steps for them? I think I saw on your website, you have some free resources out there. You guys do consultations. What would be kind of the best route for them to go? Well, I'd say come to linker.com slash builder trend, and there'll be some information there about the kinds of services that we offer. Um, but there'll also be a contact form where you can schedule a free consultation and uh, Saf and I and, and some others would be happy to jump on and learn a little bit about your situation and needs. And I will add to that, you know, anyone that listened to this, feel free to contact us. Even if you think you're too small, you can get 30 minutes with us on the phone, a lot of insights of, you know, next steps of what you should do uh, before you may be ready for a company like us. You know, if, if you know, if funding is an issue, still contact us, you know, but we're very happy to chat for a little bit and give you some roadmaps and maybe say, hey, do those five things. And then, you know, let's talk again in a year when you're more ready. I love it. Yeah, we, I, I feel like I could probably listen to you guys talk about I, all brand enthusiasts. So it just <laughs> kind of fire me up. So I'm just sitting here nodding like a bobblehead. Like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's so critical. I, did, I have to say, yeah. I have to say that there was a client that came to us and uh, they weren't ready. We spent that time. Six months later, they came back. They were under a million in revenue at the time, and they hired us and they made the investment. And a couple years later, uh, they're just under three million in revenue. So, it uh, it can happen to you. <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come on today. I think Zach and I could both uh, chop it up with you guys for hours. So we may have to do this again sometime. Really, really appreciate it. Um, again, for the listeners out there, we'll have this linked in our show notes that you can go out there. But again, it was linker.com backslash builder trend if you want to learn more. Um, otherwise, nice to meet you guys. And thank you very much for coming on. That delivered. That, I love talking about that stuff. I, I kind of joked at the end. I felt like, you know, I wasn't saying much, but it's because I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Bobblehead. You know, sometimes you, you don't have anything to add, but head shakes. But yeah. that was awesome. I would have kept going. Could have been a two-hour episode. Usually, it's you saying that, but I, like I said, I, I love this stuff. I think there's a huge, interesting piece of psychology and how people like perceive. And I think about like the greatest companies. A lot of times, it's not even like the product. It is just like oh, yeah. I want to wear the logo. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I kept coming back to like, how do you actually pick a product or pick a service? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you, you look at reviews and you look at pricing, but it's hard to differentiate yeah. right so you need something that sticks out to you to say oh that's the company that does this right it's not just oh there's abc roofing xyz roofing right cmb my initials roofing is like oh cmb like they're the ones that give you the free guarantee with every new roof or they're the ones that come out and do the free consultation or, oh they're the ones that use builder trend and have really nice like you know showmanship and, and professionalism and they're always done on time like something needs to stick out and doing the work people will know you from that after the work is done right but you need a way to get your foot in the door and show them the value that you're going to deliver show them who you are show them your brand um to get them to let you do the job and then you follow up on it so uh yeah fantastic episode and just another perfect one of like they are facing the same issues that we are facing at Builder Trend. I shouldn't say facing the same issues. They have the same opportunities that we have here at Builder Trend um, and our brand marketing team 100% delivered. Um, but it's a constant iteration. We're constantly seeing the market evolve. We're constantly trying to stay up with competitors. Um, so a lot of things that they were preaching, I was writing down over to the side. I'm like, yep, we need to make sure we're doing that, make sure we're doing that. So 
yeah, I loved him. Um, could have talked to him for hours. Yeah, it feels like free advice. Yeah, you know, like we get with experts. And yeah, like talking about how they approach their customers. I'm kind of like, I should do that. You know, hundred percent. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and there's such a craft into the specific. Actually, my my best friend does some of this too. Um, he's in advertising, so it's a lot of similar. They do mm-hmm. market strategy and analysis, and they do a lot of data analysis too. It's a really interesting industry. Um, but I really think their invitation, if you're a listener who maybe isn't, you're, not, you're an aspiring customer, you're, you're trying to get to a million, two million, I think this is one of the X factors that gets oh, you there. 100%. You have to start paying attention to those little things. Take them up on their offer, go meet with them. It can propel your image in your marketplace and that will pay for itself. Yep. It just will. People will naturally share like, man, that was an experience I want my friends to go through. Yeah. And I wanted to ask him if he had more time about like, how do you measure that? And I think ultimately like it is the work to build the brand pays in new revenue referrals, right? It's really powerful. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And, uh, you yeah. know what else is a lot of fun, Charlie, huh. the building code. Oh, thanks. Zach. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so if, uh, in another life, if you get fired from the building code, you can start a brand agency. That's right. I you never it. know where, where it's going to take us. You never quite know. But what you do know is that if you enjoyed this episode, if you could like, review, and subscribe, that'd be great. And if you're listening to this on a Thursday, I hope you have a great Friday and rest of your weekend. Is that part of our brand? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Let's make it. Having a good weekend? No, the like, commenting, and subscribing. Oh, yeah. That's part of my brand for sure. It is. It my truly personal is. Brand. He won't t- stop telling me when we're like at the water mountain talking about the building code. Yeah, I sign off all my emails. <laughs> it's obnoxious. Yeah. All right. Until next time, I'm Charlie Bertwistle. And I'm Zach Batovich. Peace. Thanks for watching the video. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel for exclusive content brought to you by Builder Trend.